Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. How much money I got to pay you to your fat ass ice skate again? A lot of money. I don't, I don't want to again. How many times do you fall? None, but that's just because I stayed either leaning on Mia or on the edges. Actually, I probably would have fell, but it's like it wasn't like an ice skating rink. It's a, a hotel right down the street in downtown. They had a little makeshift ice skating yeah. rink, yeah. and it, we went at the end of the night. So I guess they don't ever clean off the ice or anything. So it was just like it was very rough. Like, cause you know, like you you have people skate for a little bit, then you gotta you gotta clean it off. Like you gotta clean that choppy on ice. them waters, huh? It was choppy. Yeah, it was like, uh, but it worked out for me because if if it was actually legit slick ice, I would have fell. Yeah. Cause you know, you just, it's, it's one of those like ice when you skate, somebody could just, if you're on your feet, somebody could just push you and you go. Right. Yeah. You couldn't do that on here. Like, cause it was just so rough. Yeah. Like both the feet weren't in sync. Like one of them was going down and the other was going up kind of thing. Like just was overall not, not very balanced. Well, not, not the, not the balance, but more, I don't know how to explain it because I know I don't like ice skate like that. Um, it's just all since uh, it, the ice doesn't didn't get cleaned. Mm. It's all the little, the little. Um, yeah, I got you. Like you can catch an edge. Like I know what you're talking about. Like it's the little flakes, little like excess <laughs> that just lays on top, and it's almost like you're skating through like sleet. It's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. Ice. I got you. Like I know it, it's, it's almost like rollerblading when there's a bunch of dust or some shit like that on the on the rink. I guess yeah, that's a good comparison right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I went ice skating. I've only been like in Texas one or two times. And one of them was a couple of years ago, last year, last year. Um, I went ice skating at discovery green. They have that, like, I think it's a makeshift deal. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by that. To be honest, I was, I really was. They had like, it was like $30. You get the skates, you go out there. Great date idea. I mean, fantastic date idea. Um, and I didn't eat shit. I rollerbladed growing up, which doesn't, I don't believe translate very much, but I don't, I think it translates, but there's something to be said, like, like, um, it might've been two years ago because there's no way I did it last year on my knee. Maybe I did it right before I got the knee surgery, but that was a factor. I remember because I couldn't really like, it just felt weird. Like putting that much weight, like, like center of gravity, trying to balance because you're trying to like shift and move forward. I got the grip of it pretty quick, but like I said, I used to rollerblade when I was younger. I don't think it directly translates, but I think the balancing portion of it does. I think I only ate it once. That shit hurts, man, when you fall. Oh, man, dude, you bruise up pretty easy if you fall hard enough. Oh, yeah. I was like, mm-mm, got to survive this. And the thing was, too, I think uh, my um, skates were just slightly too big. So it was kind of like I couldn't really I would go around one time and I'll just have to like kind of chill by the wall just because it's like 
my my feet just hurt from like, like rubbing in it yeah 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 moving it from moving from side to side i already barely know what i'm doing as it is and so i was just like eh, do one time around barely survived they have these little blue thingies for the kids mm. um you know the one that you just le- they lean on so they could skate and he was oh, like i'll yeah, get yeah. you i'll get you one of those i was like no don't give me one of those I love uh I love the ice rink also, especially in states like Texas or Tennessee, because there's always it's one of those opportunities to see um how do I describe them? But they're the people that try so hard or they look so good in something that's so niche in the area. Like who the fuck actually ice skates in Houston, Texas, except for the guy who's doing, you know, back going backwards, spinning completely alone. Like I just remember this guy vividly. Because he just kept going almost around me in circles, just backwards. It felt like he was going around me directly in circles. But that was, it's just one of those things. It's almost like rollerblading. You go to the roller rink and there's just that one guy who goes there every, you know, couple days, every Wednesday, every Saturday, whatever, and is just so ridiculously good at it for no reason. Did you run into one of those guys? Oh, that was a couple. Um, One of the friends of ours, me and I were with, he he lived in New York for a little bit, so he knew how to ice skate. And so he would, like, help out. And then it's funny, whenever he would see, like, somebody else shredding it, he's like, he just starts taking off, like, all right, I need to show. There was, one, there was one guy that was just, like, freaking shredding it on the turns, dude, like, where the, all the ice was just, when they turn, they hit that tight, tight turn and just all the ice just <laughs> swooped off. I was like, "All right, bro, cool, calm down." Yeah, I was just like, "Just Man, ice skating, just, just ice now. skating, bud." I was like, "I'll show you how to do that. Just give me the blue, the little kitty thing, <laughs> and I'll do that too." It's one of those like weird activities that also, like when I think about it, when you have skiing people, like if you ever go skiing. There's people that shred it down the mountain and I don't find it, you know, like out of, I don't know, context or like really kind of bizarre, like the same. It's not in the same category, like roller skating, ice skating. What are some other things that like, I mean, I almost want to say like paintball, like if you went paintballing and went too hard paintballing, that's kind of also you're like, you're like that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, but I don't even think that's one of them. Like, what are some other activities um, I can think? You know what I'm talking about though? There's always like that weird, that, that guy. Yeah. The, the tryhards, the ones like, why are you really trying so hard? It's not. It's fucking ice skating. <laughs> yeah. Skiing doesn't really apply. Cause I mean, it, it's pretty dope. I mean, it's a big ass mountain. If you're yeah, shredding, exactly. you're shredding, you're kind of going, you're on your own level. Like you're on the, I don't even know what color they are. The blacks, the yeah, greens, blues, blacks. Yeah. I don't, I don't do skiing. So that's what you got to do, I, man. That's infinitely more fun than ice skating. In my opinion. Yeah. It's also infinitely more expensive. That's true. <laughs> that's true. We're, uh, we're going in February. I'm really excited. I'm, I'm really excited. I haven't skied since college and, uh, I haven't skied since I got my knee fixed really. So I'm, I'm very oh. excited. Uh Oh, yeah. We'll see. I mean, I, I just think I'm just bad at anything that has to do with balancing, rollerblading, mm. skateboarding. No, never skateboarded or anything. Ripstick, nothing growing up. 
Nope. I, dude, wow. I ball. I came to Dominican Republic paddle boarding, dude. As soon as I tried to get up, I'll stand up on the board for like 10 seconds max, maybe on a good, on a good attempt. And then paddle boarding is no joke though. Paddle boarding can be a little difficult. Um, like when you're, when you're first getting the hang of it, I think the one, the one time I went skiing rolled down the hill. Um, yeah, my, my parents thought it was a great idea to just like, Oh, you don't need lessons. Just figure it out. Gotta mm-hmm. have lessons. I'm like, pizza, French fry, bitch. This, 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 this shit. <laughs> it's like you need lessons, or else this is a waste of money, bro. I'm rolling down the hill, man. This ain't yeah. even fun. <laughs> it's yeah, not even fun. It's it. It really is like it's such a cool activity. It's such like a. I don't know. I think it's because we live in warm states that I find I put so much value on skiing. Because water skiing in college and things like that and still doing it, it just isn't it doesn't hit the same. It's not it's not the same. There's something about being at the top of the mountain with the snow. You put in like your earbuds and you got that music going, whatever it is, and you just hit it, you know, going down the blues, greens, blacks, whatever your preference. There's something about that that's just in those days where there's not a lot of snow, like maybe at the top of the mountain there's snow, but then you start skating down and all of a sudden the sun comes out. There's fresh powder. Oh, dude, it's there's nothing like it. You and I are complete opposites in that, though. In case you didn't know, I I grew up on a board. Like I've done anything and everything you can do on a board, and so that's why, I mean, you name it, I've I did it as a kid, and I still do it. So it, it's balancing to me on a board is nothing. That's that in in paddle boarding. Funny enough, was probably the hardest one I've done, including skateboarding. Uh, what are some other tough ones? I mean, I have windsurfed. Windsurfing is super fucking cool. That's the one with the 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 like the uh, the flap where you're on a board yeah. and you like and it pushes you. I've never done the one where it attaches to a kite where you like fly. I've never gotten mm-hmm. that far, but I would say paddleboarding man is is up there for like difficulty because you have to stay so stable and like it's just such sudden mo- subtle movements. Yeah, I I I would stand up. And I would balance on a good attempt. I would balance and I'll be okay until I had to move the paddle. Once I had to move the paddle, then everything just, it became a shit show from there. But I was like, it's fine. I wanted to get wet and fall in the water anyways. Well, I, I recently paddleboarded for the first time. It must've been last year. And I mean, maybe hot take, maybe not. I know the Austin folks that listen to us. I'm not a big paddleboarder, man. I'm not. I maybe I haven't been around it enough, or I love most things on a board, but paddleboarding to me is just pretty stupid. Like you're just you're going too slow. You're floating in a way that you could just float in a tube, but you're standing. So why not sit in a tube? And I can paddle with my hands in a tube quicker than I can with a fucking bro standing on a paddle. <laughs> there's just, there's like better options. I don't get it. So maybe I just haven't done it enough or with the right people. I, I don't understand it either. But that at the same time, like skiing and stuff, like that, the one time when I was younger, I was in high school. It's when I went and I had a pretty bad experience. And it's like, maybe I just need to go again be more uh take you know actually take some lessons be more ready prepared and maybe maybe my view on it will flip but until then as of right now i'm like very just i'm like skiing 
Ugh. Ugh. So like, what do you what do you think it is? Like for me, like I'll do the half pipe, go off jumps, you know, go in between the trees, like do whatever. But I accepted a long time ago when I was like a young teenager that you're gonna eat shit and it's gonna hurt, and you're not gonna have fun if you don't like try new shit. So. I feel like that's like a hurdle for a lot of people is they won't try new things when it comes to skiing because they're like, oh, I'll fall or I'll hurt myself or whatever. And I just look at them like, man, I got all this puffy shit on me and there's like powder underneath me. Like the worst thing that can happen is whiplash, but I'm wearing a helmet. So it's like, what do I really have to fear? And that's when it opened up all the doors for skiing for me because I just didn't give a fuck about falling. I just did it. Well, so, well, until you start getting the upper echelons and then you start thinking of those news reports and those horror stories of people dying, yeah, like, skiing, what, like and going, stuff. you know, a hundred miles an hour trying to hit a ramp when they ski once a year. Like, okay, there's a limit. I mean, obviously. So I'm not just going to hit, you know, half a run and then ski it over and try and hit a ramp as I'm picking up all this speed. I think that's insane, but I'll do the half pipe. Like the half pipe's a little bit different. It is dangerous. You can, you can eat shit and hurt yourself. But I feel like yeah. if you're not being a moron, it's still like you can you can have some good good times and not hurt yourself too bad. So. Yeah, I just I just need to learn how to actually do it. That that was the thing. I just didn't. It wasn't. I didn't know how to do it. I, I I don't know. I didn't know any forms. I didn't know any. You know, obviously with everything and anything, there's a correct form. There's a correct. Yeah. You know, some in some aspects it's a little bit more obvious than others. I mean, obviously, whatever I was doing when I was skiing wasn't working because I kept, I just kept not being able. I think the problem was stopping and turning for me. I think I was able to like stay up, but when it came, when I would pick up a little bit of speed, I wasn't very good at stopping or just being able to avoid, if I remember correctly, being able to avoid. If somebody like was in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like that is all balance. It's all balance. And I think just doing it over and over again, like because you'll fall. I've run into people before people have run into me. Like it happens. I had somebody, somebody like couple this must have been 10 years ago or so, um, was coming down a slope and hit a jump and landed on my dad. Like he was just right along just skiing like nothing. And there's a snowboarder that came out of nowhere. It must have been five, six, seven feet in the air. Just landed on him. Thankfully, not the board hit my dad, but like he like basically tackled my dad because he just came off a jump and was trying to jump into the middle of the run and he just happened to be underneath. Shit just happens, you know, like it just it just does. You just have to I don't know. It's I feel like you wear a lot of protective gear out there. At least I do. Like a lot of the puffy shit is protective. The problem with skiing too, it's it's too much money for you to not know if like you're actually gonna have a lot of fun. You know what well, I mean? You have fun. It just takes time to get the hang well, of it, right? Yeah, but you, you get what I'm saying though. I it's do. it's it, it, it it's a lot of money for you to take the time to get the hang of it kind of deal. Yeah. Like do the trial and error. It's not like you can Oh, you know, uh, you know, we're we're in the south. It's not like we go across the street. Like, all right, I'll, I'll just keep trying, keep trying, and then when we go on the big ski trip, I'll be ready. No, you, you can't do that. When you go on the big ski ski trip, you, that's when you you, you just got to know. <laughs> um, Most people I've skied with, and this is just totally to try and sell you on the idea of going skiing. 
uh it usually takes like half a day for people to get the grip of it like half a day maybe a full day of like lessons but they do half day lessons because it's like especially if you're skiing just pizza french fry and then you just get the understanding of like how it feels to be on skis you fall a few times like you know and you start off easy like no you're not going to go down moguls and start cutting in between moguls on your first second fourth fifth day i mean hell i i personally don't even like going down moguls i snowboard so it's a little bit different it's harder for me but i just i just don't like it because it's it's snowboarding snowboarding's harder than skiing yeah skiing they say is skiing is easier to learn harder to master and they say snowboarding is harder to learn, easier to master. So that's that's how they classify it. And I agree with it because when it comes to snowboarding, there is uh there's a there's a lot more balancing involved. Like mm-hmm. it's it's leaning like a lot of leaning and things like that. And if you've ever like I'm not sure if you've ever wakeboarded or skied or anything like that, but if you've ever been around us, you can you there's a term like you catch an edge. I'm sure you're aware of what that is. And essentially, if you're not two fans or you, David, it's when you lean and your board sticks in either in the water or in the snow and like you're trying to do something and that kills your momentum in that corner. And all of a sudden the board gets caught and you just flip like nothing because you caught an edge like you're mm. flat on the surface. You kind of delved in somewhere and that's what caught it and it flipped you around. So it, you're really prone to catch an edge, especially in on snowboarding. I think wakeboarding is way easier uh than than water skiing to be honest because wakeboarding is like you just pop up and you just go skiing is actually pretty easy you know i think about it um but snowboarding is certainly way harder i always wanted to try water skiing but then i think about it our friend tofer and i'm just like how many acl surgeries has he had okay one two and i'm like i don't know if i don't know if that's the intensity of of this water skiing thing or my boy just his knees just, he just kind of got fragile knees a little bit. I don't, I, he does. I don't know. Man's got, he's had three surgeries, torn one of them twice. First one was, I mean, he was jumping hurdles in high school. So oh. that's, I mean, yeah. So, so none of these were, were any of these wake, uh, water no, skiing the, related? The other, the other two, I believe, were. I know one of them was the one he most recently tore. It was a re tear of one of his knees. I don't remember which one. Um, but he went off, they have jumps. Like, so water ski events are organized into three different categories. Number one is slalom, which is the one ski. You go in between the cones and you see those people like carving, get a certain amount of points, yada, yada. I won't explain it. Second thing is called trick ski, which it looks almost like a little sandwich board. It's like this big and you ride it, ride one foot on it, one foot on the little back. And then the third one is jump. So that's where they pull you and you jump off a ramp. And however far you go is that's the amount of points you get. Topher tours ACL jumping because he went you know 40 50 60 70 feet and landed and it just gave out and tore but they also say and this is what my doctor told me when i had mine fixed that every time it's torn including the initial time it gets weaker and more prone to tearing so this man had torn both his acls and he was still jumping off ramps i told him i don't i'm tover i know you're out there listening i might have told you not to jump but I can never tell this man not to jump. Like he, he just loves to jump and ski and all that. I think he finally put it up. I think he's finally done jumping, but like that, that shit's intense, dude. I've tried jumping once or twice. That shit is intense trying to jump off a ramp. It's the weirdest feeling too, because you're riding on water and then you hit that ramp and it's like hard, solid surface. And so you're switching. You were talking about serious balance. The very first time I went off a ramp, 
I just fell and it just dragged me like over the ramp. Like I didn't even jump. I, I, I went head over the ramp, bro. I got drugged by the boat. So it takes some, it takes a lot of patience. I don't think I've ever successfully, no, I definitely have never successfully landed a jump. Uh, but I might have successfully landed on the ramp and like fallen off the ramp. It's tough. No, man. It's a tough no, sport. That's one of those uh, things on my uh, 1% list. Um, Try and jump? No, 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 no. Just Uh-oh. water skiing. Skiing, Uh-oh. water right skiing. That, dude. We love to ski. 1% list. Um, where Golfing, I guess, is another one of those. That too, brother. And so... You know, it's one of those things. If I'm doing all of those things, uh, I got the good life going on. Because ain't no way. I'm do- if I'm doing all those things, there's no way life ain't good. So that's why it's called the 1% list. Because it's one of those things <laughs> that if you got, it, things are going well for you. You're doing those things. I, I lived your 1% life in college then, golfing and water skiing. <laughs> well, I mean, like... uh well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I didn't own the boat and I didn't own the golf course, but I was out there using them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, Lord. Pay for the gas or pay the greens fee. That's all you got to do. <laughs> but, but like, you know what I mean? I, I mean, like, consistently. Consistently. Yeah. I guess where I own my own shit. I got my own resort. No, I'm uh. kidding. Uh, it, was, it was so it was so funny with, because let's start with some clubs how about that let's own some <laughs> our own clubs first. right i i mean i know i've said this many times on this podcast throughout the duration of this podcast but for some reason white people always have that's one of the things when i first got to a&m like that just stood out at me why does everybody have some sort of golf clubs and yeah. i realized and then i realized how much how expensive golf clubs are and i'm just like how does everybody just have because some, some people just have like just thrown in their it's like just in their garage like yeah. just part of the the junk in the garage kind of yep. deal and i'm just like what uh, what is that just a thing did i miss did i miss something that i'm just supposed to have like in the back of my trunk just golf clubs laying in there for one day when I'm ready to just, you know, hit the greens and whatnot. No, I mean, my dad brought me out when I was young and told me I needed to know how to do this. And I've got three sets, but the cool thing about golf that I really, really like, and this is one thing that doesn't involve the sport whatsoever, but the clubs, you can start off with like a bag of goodwill clubs. Like I have a friend who I gave all of my clubs to all my old clubs to, and he has slowly but surely replaced club by club, just one at a time and like upgraded his bag one by one. And I really like that because you don't have to buy them in bunches. You don't have to spend 15, 17, two grand on a set of clubs. You can buy one $100 club this month and then a couple months later buy another $100 club. And then, you know, oh, you want to splurge and buy a $300 club. That's like the cool thing that I like about it is it doesn't really matter where you start, but you can progressively like, improve your bag and that's like one of the just matters where you finish matters where you finish brother they don't ask you how they ask you how many it's it's funny the other night uh mia just turned to me she's like i want i want to be on the forbes 30 like 30 under 30 30 or something yeah 30 under 30 is something like that and she was just like but i need (laughs) to she said specifically i need to found something I need to what? found something. Yeah, because, you know, founders, they're all probably like founders slash CEOs. 
She was just trying. She was. She was trying. It, it was pretty funny. I laughed. I'm not gonna lie. I laughed a little bit. I want to found something. How do I? What What am I supposed to found? Because <laughs> it was like it, the part. A uh, part of me was just like found, find, find. But then at the same time, it's like a part of my. Another part of my brain is like, huh, I get it. I, I want founder. How do I found something? So what? What, but, what did y'all brainstorm? What is she gonna? Oh, uh, I went to sleep. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm making a. I'm making a hunt. Uh, hopefully, in the next year or two, to be on Forbes 30 under 30. That'd be cool. Oh, I was like, um, you want to found something? Uh, support. I guess support me on the podcast then. <laughs> Thirty under thirty. Let's go. Thirty under thirty, and I was just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't. There's, I don't know. How do you? What is there left to find? I don't know. If I knew that, if I knew the answer to that question, we wouldn't be in this predicament. What's left to find? Find more vibranium. Oh, I, exactly. The of vibranium. Vibranium. There we go. We need to find Adam, vibranium. Adam, adamantium. How about that? Yeah, or like marble things in there. I was like, you, we could go to your parents' house and we can like try to dig for oil. See, <laughs> hope just <laughs> dig and hope. Maybe we'll find some oil in there. You know what I mean? That's digging. that's like that. That's all. That's all we can really do at the moment. You know? That's hilarious. <laughs> I want to. Oh. Is that just something she just said like off the cuff, or is it like legit? Like, does she want to like be Forbes thirty under thirty? Uh, it's a little bit of both. I mean, she's very driven. First time she's she's very... mentioned it. Yeah, but I, I think it was because she might have been looking at it earlier or something like that. She's very, she's very driven, very, uh, you know, kind of like y'all. Y'all are very similar in that way. It's very driven, goal oriented, and whatnot. Um, is that why you're able to put up with me for so long? A little bit. <laughs> Been going on for a little over three years now. I don't know what day exactly we started Slice Tapples, but it's like this week, like three years ago this week, we started it. I think it was in the teens, number 2019, boy. Yeah, 2019, because COVID hit us like a truck. Oh, yeah. Um, dude, I won't. Let's start a podcast. What kind of podcast? Sports podcast. Okay, that sounds great. That sounds great. Dude, I, I, I'm very curious. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, but I'm very curious as to our opening episodes. Like, Oh, I have it. I know you have it. I don't want to hear it. I barely want to hear myself now. Definitely don't want to hear when we first started because that was probably was painful. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. but we're here now. Only going up three years later. Um, but yeah, dude, fuck three. I mean, I feel like we should might as well just celebrate. Yeah, three years of sliced three apples. Years. I was trying to log into SoundCloud because the OGs are on SoundCloud, and <laughs> so I was trying to log in real quick to our old SoundCloud, and I just forgot the password, so I don't want to spend time right now doing that. But I will look it uh, up. I I think one of my most the most memorable for me personally episodes was the glizzy episode i will i think i will never like just if you're to tell me any time just name one episode that wasn't like within the past week or two just or recent memory past month or so the glizzy episode is just this is the top one 384 
What is my favorite episode? Bro, I used to love and I and I'm sad we don't do this anymore, but I used to love the two fans episodes at the end of the month where we'd bring on like Topher or another listener or something like that and we just get hammered and have a great time. I used to love doing those episodes. They were so much fun. Um, they were fun. I'm sure they'll get us in trouble one day if you go back deep enough and look. I mean, I'm sure we said some offensive shit, but it was I mean, a great time. I mean, what, what, did Tol- what did Tover say that one time? The the Chargers are winning the NFC or something crazy like that. Bills? I don't even remember. He said... He was, you could tell he was just absolutely gone. Oh, dude, that was the Steelers thing. When you started saying something and he goes off on the Steelers, the spreadsheet. And oh. man, that was a great episode. Yeah, because that's when the Steelers were like undefeated for a little bit. Yeah. And he, pulled, he whipped out the spreadsheet. Oh, my God, yep. this man here. I think they missed the playoffs last year because of the spreadsheet, if I remember correctly. I don't think it was. Was it last year? I think it was two years ago. Um, but but they made the playoffs, but I think they lost. <laughs> we called him rehab. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I'm trying to look for like our OG one. And it doesn't really. I mean, I'm not going to find it right here. Um, what's my favorite one? Oh, I think this is a good one. My favorite memory that I can think of right now sitting here is uh, when two years ago and Topher and I still lived together and he brought in the Pablo package and it had the L and I opened the L on the podcast, the giant metal L he sent me after he beat me in fantasy. You remember that when I opened it, I had that ridiculous mustache to it, a huge mustache. And I, I'll never forget that. That was so funny. Still sits in, in the in that episode. That was, that was like the most, I think, because when we started this, man, like we started this and it was meant to be kind of like a hobby, like fun thing. I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, I do a podcast, a sports podcast. You know, we talk a little bit about our lives, but it's really just the best way for me to like keep up with my best friend and like we keep a conversation going. Because I think it's going to be really cool, you know, years from now, like when kids come along and things like that, like there'll always be new shit for us to talk about because you and I are best friends. Um, And that was one of those moments that like another friend sending me something in the mail and it happening like live while we're doing this. I just thought that was surreal and such a cool moment. It was so funny. Um, And still watching that clip, it like it makes me laugh really, really hard. That's probably the one that I can think of right now that is one of my favorite memories in the past three years. But man, there's so many. I mean, we've had so much fun. I mean, all the every episode with a guest has been fun. Um and then we'll have ours where it's like, if there's anything crazy going on, like, and we'll just get into some shit. Like you and I will just talk about some random stuff. Sometimes I have a good time. Every time I do this, it's, it's always fun, man. I think it'd be hard. Don't you think like if you and I stopped having fun doing this, I think it'd be pretty hard to hide it. Right? Like we would, yeah. you, you could, you could tell that we, we didn't really want to do it. There are episodes that we sit down and are like, fuck man, like I really just don't have the time or I don't want to sit down and, there's nothing going on. Like, what are we going to talk about? But overall, like, I'm really, really proud of what we've done the past three years. Congrats to us. Hey. Yeah, especially with all, you know, work and stuff we got going on. If we really didn't want to do it, like. Easy. Easy to sleep. It, it'll be easy to just, you know, eh, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, we outlasted everybody, dude. Like I feel like well, other people started podcasts or talked about it, and we just 
kept going. You and me. Oh yeah, whole stubbornness, stubbornness, just kept going, couldn't stop. Couldn't stop, dude. Yeah, that was one of my favorite moments. But any moment that like we share with our friends on this has been awesome. And I mean, for years to come, we'll have plenty of great stories. And I just, I, I think you getting married is one of the better things that's happened in this podcast because it's brought such a different. I mean, I'm single, you're married. It's like such a different element of like our just how our lives go. Um, I mean, we have so much in common, but at the same time, like we're so different. It's awesome. Anyway, well, walking around with the dogs, uh, I can hear him in the background. I'm buying you time. Oh, right you, you you can hear him in the background. Yeah, Mia's I trying to get you him. like looking off, and I'm like, all right, I gotta buy him more time. Mia's trying to get them out. <laughs> Bella, Bella doesn't want to leave me. Dude, Tilly Tilly does not listen. The new one does not listen to me whatsoever. Like when we were at the the wedding, the new the new Borgi does not did not listen to me whatsoever she'd sit there i've never had a dog so disrespectfully just sit there and like look at me like i acknowledge what you're saying and i'm just not gonna like do exactly what you want me to do i am not your subordinate i do not take orders from you just wild and you're still fighting is it bella you're fighting or is it tilly it, it, it was bella but the thing is like you know they came uh mia was just asking me if they got fed real quick but bella didn't want to leave because her bone was in here so she sat next to me and just was just chewing at her bone. And Mia's trying to like silently get them to like, come here, come here. But um, obviously dogs don't, they barely listen to when they hear you. So um, yeah, she was trying to get them out. But Mia has been bugging me about this. Uh, I guess whenever football season is all wrapped up and whatnot. I guess we should have her on as a guest. I was just Duh. thinking that. I was just thinking, you remember when we talked about doing my girlfriend at the time and Mia? That would have been, uh, oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because it's never been, uh, that, that that's never been voiced before. But now all of a sudden, every once in, it's usually about once a week, I get a little, how come you don't have me on your podcast? How come you don't have <laughs> me on your podcast? And I'm just like, all right. After football season's over, I got you. Okay. So how do you imagine this going? Like, I'm curious. How do I imagine this going? Um, it can go one of two ways or maybe even both ways. Like, it can either go. Um, you got no fucking idea, do you? <laughs> no, I do. I do. I think it could either go in the direction of somehow we start talking about, you know, Mia's work and whatnot. Or what I feel like is most likely, um, y'all just start asking questions about. All right, what does David do? Does David uh da, 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 like she just starts spilling the beans on me? Um, okay. on my every this little thing. Like Alejandro's oh. here. Val, yeah. Alejandro is on like a lifelong quest to bury you. I don't know why, <laughs> but he just for what he takes every moment he can to just bury you silently, and he does it in almost like a loving way. But it's just like he's just trying to bury you. It's just funny that one time, uh, after the our fantasy football game, um, like a week or two last week, it was just like, uh, David, you can't. I remember on the text, he's like, David, you can't talk shit anymore. Uh, because he beat you and i was like but i beat him the first time like so we're we're even he's like nah this one was the game that mattered and i was like 
why? Because, because what? <laughs> and he was just like, because he beat you. <laughs> I was like, I was just like, man, whatever. Can't win. I don't know if we have the same name or what, but that he is, he has taken my side in times that I do not deserve it. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I don't, I don't need sides. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like a, I'm a one man wrecking crew. Oh, you're kind of like, meal, bro. You all sides. That's what you want. <laughs> kind of like a, I'm a one man wrecking crew. Kind of like that boy, uh, Lionel Messi and Kylian oh, Mbappe. I wanted to talk more about this Mia podcast. Damn. Oh, what did you want to say? What did you want to know? What did you want? To well, know? That was a great transition. I hate to do that to you. Uh, it's okay. Uh, you know, you know, the two fans know. Kind of like when you make a good transition, I'm like, oh, that was a good transition there. <laughs> instead of just going I hate along. When, I hate when you do that shit. Instead of just no, going along with is, it. Why? Why all of a sudden is she wanting to be on the podcast? This is breaking news, bro. We've been talking about this for years. I I don't know. Maybe she she just. You know, wants to. She was hesitant when I was with my ex. She was hesitant to join, or like. I mean, it just. I don't know if she was just. You know, she was still in school. I don't know if she was just busy, mm. and whatnot. And I guess now that the wedding's over and whatnot, and she has a normal job during normal hours, it's kind of like. I don't know. Maybe she wants to get on here. Maybe she has something for us. She wants to preach to the two fans or something. I don't know. What would she preach about? Be careful. Uh, <laughs> probably healthcare. Mm. Uh, probably whatever I do that annoys her. Um, I don't. I don't think I would go back and forth and try and bury you. It. It would. It would only be. It just depends on my what my role in the podcast would be because that's what I'm. I just, I, 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 I just feel like that's just how it's going to turn because Mia's going to let something slip, some beans slip, and then it's a downhill from there, buddy. Nah, but it ain't like, going to be. Not much that can slip, though. I mean, we already know the penguin thing. That thing is like, wow. Uh, but besides <laughs> that, I'm like, I don't think there's much else unless you like. I, I don't think so either, but it's just one of those things. Like, like, I don't know. (laughs) She might talk about how I had holes in my underwear before meeting her. Okay, honestly, (laughs) what man doesn't have holes in their underwear? See, she doesn't understand. I own holes in my underwear, not anymore, but at some time I did. Every man knows that, and if you haven't, bro, come on, you're lying to yourself. You know you have holes in your underwear somewhere. Yeah, I, I I had to explain to her that it's just like a a dude thing. <laughs> I, I get I feel like all dudes kind of have holes in their underwear until they get with the with that with the girl, and then you know you can't really have holes in your underwear anymore. It's not acceptable because <laughs> somebody knows somebody knows now you have holes in your underwear. <laughs> I just don't wear underwear then. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. No, I, I look forward to that. That would be uh that'd be a good time to have her on. I'd be yeah, that's uh maybe we can what it, do you think she'd be shy? I bet she'd be shy. She'd get on here and all of a sudden she'd get really shy. No, nah, I, nah, I bet I could pull it out of her though. I'll pull she's it out. She's not a be she's not to be shy. I just don't know how I'm gonna do it. Like if I'm are we just gonna be sitting right yeah, here next, next to right each other? Or the whole thing, it'll be great. Uh, and I get the side eyes and everything, dude. Oh, that'll be so fucking fun. Or she could sit in the living room and you know record by herself. 
No, we'll do audio checks and everything. Y'all just sit across, like, sit right next to each other. Y'all just talk like normal. There'll be some screaming, but not angry screaming. That that'll be funny. Maybe we could ha- make it happen sooner than later. Yeah, that you know, be- some, some sometimes the the wind, Wednesdays they be lacking a little bit. The yeah. Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday episodes yeah. when uh, when the sports news is when the world's a little quiet for some yeah. reason. Here you go, world ain't quiet right now, especially Argentina, man. Did you see that video Ooh. I put on my Snap story or my my Instagram story? It's been yep. going around. Insane, dude. Fucking insane how many people were in that video. That game was insane. Oh, dude, great. It was so good that I woke up on Sunday way later than I should have. Missed the entire game. And I sat down at, you know, in the middle of all of football and put on the soccer game, watched it start to finish because of how good people were tell- saying it was. And it lived up to 100% of the hype. Yeah, that kind of blows. Did well, you already know the result? Yeah, but I didn't really like... <laughs> I didn't, it was still like, I mean, I don't know. I'm one of those guys, like, I could watch a movie and know the end of it, and I still enjoy the movie kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I get like you. Sporting yeah. event, like, as long as you don't show me, like, what happens at the very, very end, like a clip. Like, if I had seen, I didn't know they went to PKs, because I thought they won in, like, extra time. Yeah. And, and so when they went to PKs, I was like, oh, shit, they went to PKs. And then I watched, like, and I saw the Golden Glove photo or whatever they call it in in soccer with him putting it on his nuts in front of the the guitar uh, official did you see that photo no i didn't oh bro i have to send that to you he's making this face the goalie for emilio uh, martinez martinez yeah he uh he's making this face this goofy ass face when he won the gold like the goalie golden glove whatever they call it and he took this little trophy like this tall and he just put it on his nuts and he started like doing this and standing on the world stage in front of the Qatari official dude the man's face the Qatari official's face unbeatable hilarious so that um i didn't know that they had gone to pks but yeah it was uh it was a really like i feel like it kind of does suck though because like when it goes into extra time and argentina scores that goal in the back of your mind you know like okay france is gonna france is gonna you know, tie it up like a when thing, right? Like I was sitting there and I was like, and I didn't know Mbappe would have three of them. Like I just, yeah, thought, he, he, he carried the team. Essentially. Oh he was, he carried France on his back. <laughs> that man carried France on his back, but ultimately there's only so much you could do by yourself, even if you are Mbappe. And I kind of saw this coming, this result coming just cause especially in the semifinals, Argentina was locked in. They were locked in. They were playing just, they were playing great. Whereas France, France, they weren't really playing that great. They were, they weren't firing on all cylinders. They were kind of just sliding by. And the fact that, you know, in the semis, they went against Morocco, which they had a great run, but it's France versus Morocco. Like France could, play their C plus game and win that easily. Um, and it, Argentina, who they play? Was it the Netherlands? No, it wasn't, right? Lost them. Lost them. Oh, what? Sorry, no, just keep going. 
No, no, because I asked you some. Who did Argentina play in the semis? Oh, did they play in the semis? They played Croatia. Croatia. There we go. There we go. I was thinking. I was damn. I'm over here saying Netherlands from like way back quarterfinals. Battery from my camera. But um, Croatia, you know, Croatia were in the 2018 finals. So Croatia's a pretty good team, pretty good squad there. Um, and man, oh man, oh golly, they have a woman on their team. See that Miss Miss Croatia chick? No. Oh, oh, good for you, man. You're a strong married individual. I'll have to look at that woman. Uh, and so it, I just felt like that's what it came down to in the World Cup. Argentina in form. Mm-hmm. France wasn't, but honestly. Mbappe tried his best. <laughs> he tried. He was the only one, but he tried his best. Um, I think one of the big things of the game, um, key substitutions, I guess you could say, when they took out Di Maria, Argentina taking out Di mm-hmm. Maria, the game, I just feel like the offense of Argentina just totally changed. It wasn't the same when Di Maria came out. Um, I kind of wish Alejandro was here because he's more of the soccer expert between all of us so he would yeah. probably be able to chime in and give his uh single high safety <laughs> analysis um but yeah you could you could tell and i mean i understand you know it's 20 it's the 70th minute or whatever the fuck de maria is a little on the older side you're gonna put in somebody for more defense but you know just shit happens and it, you can just tell yeah a minute and a half and that that game gave me too much stress for 11 o'clock in the morning um i think it ended for me at close to one essentially at one it ended and i didn't even i had enough like just sport drama just enough for the day like i Football is just like I, I don't. I'm not really even interested in any game. Really watching, like I'll. And you got the shit kicked out of you in fantasy. Oh, I did, bro. I, I, it was, it wasn't even. I think it's damn near 100 points. I lost. Yeah, you, got, you got the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> I know, but did the math. I think uh, I should have at least the fifth pick <laughs> in next year's draft, and that's. I can live with that because that's I'm getting the middle, the middle of every round. Boom, boom, boom. That was my goal. I just wanted to pick later. I didn't want the number two pick, number three pick. I didn't want to be in these picks. I didn't want to be in these picks where I have to take Derrick Henry or else I'm dumb or I have to take Christian McCaffrey. I just, I wanted to be, you know, in that spot where it's okay. Those guys are gone and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever I do. You know, I could go outside the box a little bit. Uh, World Cup. Uh, I mean, I'm not a soccer aficionado, as we've said, but if you watch this World Cup, which I did watch just about every single game, um, it just felt like a team of destiny, dude. Like Angel Di Maria and, and Messi, both their last World Cup. I mean, it just it just felt like, it was theirs to lose. No matter what, if they were down, if they were tied, if they were winning, it always felt like it was theirs to lose. 
And you know what was like the coolest part of the whole game was like when in any sport have we ever looked at somebody and said like that's the goat right there like that's the goat you know Lionel Messi has all of the accomplishments and this was the last one he had to get to fully round out his career like quote unquote has to you you might hate me but when i had that moment was when uh you're going to hate me so much <laughs> When, when LeBron came back from 3-1 and he was like, Cleveland, this is for you. I was like, yeah. that's the GOAT. Yeah. That's the GOAT. Championship. Um, yeah, I just think that, like, I mean, un, I, don't, I don't think it's undisputed, but it is, like, I mean, that was a huge victory for Messi, and I was so happy for him. Just being a total lay person when it comes to watching soccer, but knowing the top names – and always hearing the debates between Ronaldo and Messi to finally see him go on the biggest stage. And you always want to see the biggest players on the biggest stage perform and deliver. You never want to see him like collapse and make a mistake. That's what he did, man. He, he delivered the win to end his career in the world cup. And I just, it was beautiful, man. And then to see how Argentina is reacting. I mean, there's just nothing like the world cup, man. I mean, not the Olympics, not anything like, you know, people, people get gold in the Olympics and you don't see that shit in the streets. Like you do not see that, man. That that's a cool video. If you haven't seen it, it's on Instagram. Uh, I know I posted on my story. It's ESPN and ESPN FC, but it's just a video of like downtown. I don't even know what city in Argentina. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires, and and yeah, man, it's it's awesome dude, to see how many people. I mean, for, it looked like for miles that people just packed in the streets. The cool yeah. video. So I mean, destiny game is my takeaway. Yeah, I mean, and. Real, real question like when have you ever seen just a high um a high value game such a high value game such a big stage in which two of the greatest players in the world on opposite teams both just perform a plus 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 plus. You know what I mean? Like Mbappe and Messi being considered two of the best in the world right now. Both of them just did absolutely. I mean, they played their ass off. They had the game of their lives. Damn near. Um, usually, you know, when they're against each other, for one to win, the other one has to perform. Their performance has to fall short. It's like what it's, he it, didn't do that prevented his team from winning, right? Yeah, it's all yeah, yeah. It's it, it's not it's not like you had both LeBron and Steph Curry both shoot like lights out, going for sixty plus points, and just somebody had to win. You usually don't really you don't really see that too often, mm-hmm. and it was that's what made it also such a great spectacle is that you had Mbappe and Messi both playing at their absolute best they're not nobody is kind of falling short so there's no oh well if Mbappe would have played better you know France probably could have taken this or what Mbappe did all he could do yeah he did absolutely everything he could do um at 23 dude 23 I just I'm glad France didn't I'm I'm glad Argentina won because I just felt like it, it was right yeah. Let Messi oh, right. let Messi win his World Cup. I mean, if France wins, it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool, France, back to back. 
um, first since Brazil and whenever. Mbappe, 23 with two World Cups now. It's like, uh, but what about my boy Messi, bro? Like, yeah, we, we, that's what everybody wanted to see. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I just I I think it's up there with you know when you're talking about championship or final games I think it's one of the best ever uh certainly televised it's up there with a couple that come to my head is the block game the game 7 um with LeBron and Steph Curry that that was one of the games the 28-3 comeback from Tom Brady um I mean you know the Peyton Manning Super Bowl is another one the the Broncos that I thought was just kind of one of those games where you watch a great get a get a victory. Um, you know, I'm struggling to think of like I, I'm not going to come up with a baseball one, but you know, basketball. I think the LeBron James and then the Tom Brady comeback. It's up there in, in my mind with those two, just because of the level of like you're saying, just the the people in the game, and then also just the magnitude of it, like how how well they played, how important the game was, everything about it was. Just, dude, wow. It's one of those things that, like, you know, when you watch a movie and you walk out of the movie, you're like, man, I wish I could forget that movie so I can go back in and rewatch it and get that same feeling. That's the same. That's the feeling I get with this. Is I wish I could go after this podcast, go sit down and rewatch the final and not know who won and not know, you know the goals or anything like that and just experience it. Because even experiencing it after knowing the result was something special. But to completely go in blind, oh, man, that's awesome. What a great yeah. Day. I was like, this is why we watch sports right here. Let me ask you this. Um, is this World Cup gonna change the way that US views soccer in the next four no, years? Like I'm no. not saying I'm not saying a 180, but I'm saying like, does this get us more no? Not at all. Nothing. Didn't I don't think so. I, I mean, I feel like there's always just a little you're gonna see it a little bit, a little bit of a spike in soccer fever. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um but I think it's just going to go right back down. And then by the time the next World Cup comes around, it's going to be the same thing. A lot of people that watch soccer once every four years, it's gonna, that population is going to stay the same. I, I just really don't think – I don't see it in the U.S. just being viewed any differently. I mean, it, it, it was a great World Cup. That's why the World Cup is the World Cup. They're all Honestly, they're all pretty great. Um, yeah, that's just my opinion. Have you seen that FIFA documentary on Netflix yet? I have not. Oh, you need to watch that, man. That's that's really fascinating. How they like got the Russia and the Qatar World mm-hmm. Cup, and like what played in behind that, and like how much power. It's really kind of it's a pretty interesting documentary. Um, it, it, it made me think. This game made me think. Do you think you could rank? You know, games like that rank in order for you what sport delivers those kind of games the most. Because we sport delivers those moments the most. And honestly, this might be a little bit of a hot take, but I feel like it baseball, dude. I feel oh. like if I don't know, I mean, I, come on, some of those, I mean. Some of those Astros games, those World Series games are just like, it, it, I just feel like kind of hit football, the Super Bowl. I feel like, yes, you know, you do get your occasional 28-3 and whatnot. I, 
I don't know what it is, at least me personally. The Super Bowls don't really, those games don't really hit the same. And I don't know if it's because maybe they're just not as competitive sometimes. Um, I understand the baseball take. I'm going to, I'm going to hop off baseball and it's just, I just will always love basketball for moments like that. I think the the basketball moments, somebody misses, somebody makes, somebody makes, somebody else makes. I think those back and forths, the fast breaks, the blocks, the you know pulling up from half court, the dunks, the steal. I mean, there's so much that can happen in the last 45 seconds of a basketball game if you take out the fouling, which is really fucking annoying, and I wish they would find a way around that. But those moments... Like the first one that comes to mind is LeBron James against the Chicago Bulls corner three pointer. When he made that shot, I was like, "What the fuck? Like, how how does he make that?" Because you watch him shoot, and you're just—I have my hands on my head, like, "Oh my god, he's gonna make it! Oh my god, it went in!" And it's the same thing as Steph Curry when Steph Curry and them took us out uh, years ago, 2016 of the playoffs. Um, 16, 17, I believe, whichever year we had the Chris Paul, 17, 18, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just watching them, it's like, holy shit, dude, like they just don't miss, and you just keep watching them go and go. I think they, I think basketball really creates the moments for me. I think basketball's up there too. I think basketball and ba- that, what I'm essentially saying is, I'm a little shocked now thinking back to it. I feel like basketball and baseball over football, Definitely. even though, which, which is crazy, which. With how much we love football, and I would say football is my favorite sport, but as far as those epic, just those epic games and matchups, and where you're just dressed to the max and whatnot, it, I feel like baseball and baseball and uh, basketball do that a lot I think more. It's, you, football, you, it's like the momentum in football is so strong. Like if somebody goes up three tuds in the first half that you're going to need to see something pretty early on. Like, you're not going to come back from three tuds, like, in four minutes, three minutes. Like, it's just, you know the result quicker than other games. Like, baseball, you know, you can have somebody walk on, and then you can have another person single, and then you got two on, and then somebody steps up and hits a home run, and oh, my God, it's a one-point game or one-score game in the ninth inning. Like, that can happen in baseball. Basketball, it's like, Oh my god, a steal! Oh my god, like 13, 13 and thirty-three. It's T Mac, bro. I mean that or thirty-two. That happens. So in football, it's less likely to happen. So I'm with you. And also, it is more lopsided. Like I think we do see more lopsided matchups, definitely in the Super Bowl, um, than we do in other sports for sure. I just, mm-hmm. I mean, basketball. I don't ever really feel like it's crazy lopsided. I mean, there's some teams that are just better, but I, I never feel like, oh, this is a four-zero, no question. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever, like, looked at a series and thought that? Like, a finals series. Like, oh, yeah, no, 4-0, easy. It's not even a question. Like, they won't get a game. I just feel like that doesn't happen. Except when when KD was with the Warriors. Yeah, it's true. That was, I mean, that was a super disgusting team. I'll never forget when I where I was when they added Boogie Cousins. And I was like, holy shit, they're going to have five starting All-Stars in their in their lineup. I'll never forget that. That was insane to me, and he ended up not panning out. But still, I mean, to have five former All Stars on one team is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think baseball and basketball. I'm with you. I don't think football creates as many moments because it takes more time to get in those moments 
and those moments are harder to be in. So when you have five minutes left in the game and you're down three or 21, then I heard a really funny joke the other day. And I thought this was, it was, it's funny in the way where it's like, huh? Uh, I was just scrolling through Instagram and one of the stand-up comedians and he talked about, you know, why don't Americans like soccer? It's like the number one complaint with soccer is like, it's too slow and it's too low scoring, right? It's boring. It's like, well, football is pretty slow because they pause every single play and it's low scoring. It's like the score can be 21 to 14, but no, it's two to three. Like that's, that's the score. It's, it's not, there's not like 21 scored points. It's like, we just made up those points. Yeah. How much they're worth. And so it was like, I was thinking, I was like, you're not wrong. Like it is actually hundred percent right. That's, that is made up. And that is only three scores. So I thought that was funny because yeah, I mean, it would take, it would take a lot to come back into a football game. Exactly. I I heard that the other day too. And it was pretty funny. Um, uh, imagine trying to explain to somebody that never watched football a day in their life. Oh yeah, when they score a touchdown, it's six points. What? Why? 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 Why six? I don't know. Do you know I, I don't, why? I, I I don't know. You it just it it is what they just. That's just it is why it is, and then they do an extra point. A field goal is three points. Why three points? brother brother i do not know (laughs) and so it's funny if you look at every other sport it's a point i mean basketball they kind of kind of do it too you know a regular shot two points why why is it two points and not just one i don't know you know you get behind the line three pointer why why three points i don't know brother it's just it's just how it is and, uh, oh, interesting comment here on Cora. The purpose of these different points is to emphasize different types of scoring and recognize their difficulty. A touchdown is weighted as t- as much as two times more than a field goal to encourage more touchdowns versus field goals because they're that much more difficult. That's what this guy's saying. Not a bad theory. Apparently, it comes from rugby. Um, hell if I know, man. I just, I just watch it. I don't, I, yeah. don't, I don't think too much about it. <laughs> just, watch, just watch. Just watch the shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, you know who you know who might as well just watch this shit and watch watch it? Matt Ryan, bro. Oh. Matt Ryan. <laughs> no, Matt Ryan, bro. <laughs> Both of these dudes, man. Oh, give him give him the business. Give Matt Ryan the business. I, I don't, man. I honestly forgot about the 28-3 thing until I saw an ESPN ticker that said Matt Ryan has a historic, blows historic lead again. <laughs> and I was like, damn, ESPN, can you like take it easy on the boy? You know what I mean? Y'all don't got to do him like that. But I mean, dude, 30, they were up 33 to zero at one point. It was in the third quarter. They scored 22 points in the fourth quarter, the Vikings. That is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, gosh, I, I wish I could throw myself in a time machine when the Colts were up 33-0 and put fucking my bank account on the Vikings money line at that point, that live money line, because it was probably just plus 2,000 or some like crazy shit like that. Because, of course, nobody thinks 
33 to 0. Nah, man, nah, it ain't gonna happen. Lo and behold, I saw a guy on a uh, Twitter. I think Colts were minus at 33-0, Colts were minus 20,000, I think. He put in he this guy put in 18 $1,800. On the Colts money line to win nine dollars. What? Yes. <laughs> what? And I was just like, I hope that teaches people a lesson. Like, there is no, there is no guarantees. No matter if you're like, you know, I, a win is a win, man. I won that nine dollars. That risk was not worth it. There, there, there has to be a risk. That's worth the return. $1,800 for $9? Not worth it. No. Not even it, close. It is like a party joke, too. He's like, hey, look at me. I'm about $1,800 on this I bet He was like, oh, dude, money it's it's a win is, a win is a win, man. A win is a win. $9, dude. I'm going to win $9. Instead, you lost $1,800 and probably like freaking... Right, I don't even, might, I don't even want to know. Things. That are not publicly acceptable. Yeah, but <laughs> of course, I mean the Vikings looking good, eleven and three. Um, I do fear this will be a team that will probably get a first round bye, maybe, and then lose their first game, playoff game, because you know primetime Kirk Cousins and all. Um, but yeah, man, that was that was crazy to start off. On Saturday, um, the Browns and Ravens, uh, Deshaun Watson has completely just just ruined my fantasy season. Ever since he came back, my number one, my number one running back just turned obsolete. And Nick Chubb can't get anything going. So, uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson, screw you. Texans almost beat the Chiefs. You're running through this, man. I want to talk about this 33-point historic loss here. I mean, I, I mean go did ahead. You, did, I, did, you, did you learn anything about the Vikings or the Colts, or is this you're not surprised, or are we putting this on Matt Ryan? Like, what is what is your blame indicator show you? I, I, I mean, when you blow a lead like that, I. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't blame it on Matt Ryan. Uh if I'm looking at the stats, I don't I don't really know what he did. He didn't have any interceptions. Uh um, let me help you here. They gave up twenty two unanswered points in the fourth to lose in overtime, thirty nine to thirty six. Keep in mind they were zero points at half, so they gave up thirty nine points in 30 minutes pretty impressive last week they gave up 54 to the cowboys i think the answer is the defense is the issue i mean if you can't hold a 33 point lead in the second half regardless i mean i I, i'm even gonna say yeah regardless of the offense stagnation or whatever word you want to use i mean that's 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 the defense's fault man Coaching too. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to rain like, on the Saturday parade, but it's coaching too. Trust me. 
Well, they're, I mean, they're, he's he's one in four since they hired him. It's about what I expected. I didn't expect them to win any of these games. So their team, their team was their team was a train wreck, anyways. Oh yeah, man. You don't fire. I mean, they just signed Frank Reich this past off season. It's like a five year deal. So is he this past off season or it was last right before the the, the season last year? <laughs> but I mean, regardless. Well, let's let's run through it. Let's run through it. We're we're running long. I agree. I agree. What you got? The Bills sliding past the Dolphins, thirty-two twenty-nine. Um, I mean, Dolphins are a pretty good team. They're y'all better watch out for them when they mm. first round. Whoever's facing them in the first round, because they'll probably be a wild card team. Um, well, they are going to be a wild card team because the Bills are winning the East. Um, so the Dolphins, y'all better watch out. I think they're a sleeper. They'll probably get to the second round, divisional round, I feel like. And the Bills better hope they don't run into them because, I mean, giving them fits all year. The Our own Houston Texans... Took the Chiefs into overtime, but fell short once again. Um, I think this is a common theme for us. One twelve and one. Yeah, common. The thing is, you see one twelve and one. We're not getting blown out. Like every time the Texans play, the spread comes out as like plus fourteen, plus ten. They're beating the spread every time because they're keeping it close. They're playing hard, keeping it close. It's just once it gets to the end, it's. Just no ice in the veins. It's all, I don't know, what's the opposite of ice? Fire, fire in the veins. I wouldn't, I don't even want to say that. That's it. That, that makes it seem like a compliment. They don't have ice or fire in the veins. They just, they're shook. Yeah. Ain't no such thing as halfway crook. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I just don't know what that finish. I mean, they, they're there. They're right there. They just need to finish. Yeah, uh, I mean, Texans are one twelve and one. I mean, they're hey, number one pick. Here we come. Hopefully, we get a <laughs> good quarterback. Eagles. They keep flying. Thirteen and one. They're t- they win twenty five to twenty against the Bears. Slide back. <sighs> what do you What do you think about your Eagles? Go ahead. Uh, we're good, man. We're good. I, I this 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 uh this game didn't help Jalen Hurts's MVP campaign. If anything kind of hurt him, um, he had two interceptions in this game. I think he has like nine on the season, maybe. Um, I'd have to double check that, but yeah, I don't think it it helped his MVP case. But I mean, it's the Bears, bro. The Bears. I mean, three and eleven. So, um, not much to take away in my opinion from this game. Just another game, another dub. Mm-hmm. Another game, another dub. Speaking we'll of find dub, out, bro, how about them fucking lions? Lions, they lions. they're they're playing hard, bro. Seven and seven, man. I they, can they? I wonder, can they make the play? They, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously they're still in the hunt, but oh, they're in the hunt. That's wild, man. That's wild. Almost they're as right wild there. as, and it, it's like lions win, cowboys blow lead against the jaguars and lose to them in overtime. Dude, it's kind of like. It's great. It's great. Um, great to be alive. I know Cowboys. Maybe it just took them a little longer, but they're starting to get exposed a little bit. Oh yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Matt, I'm, I'm just saying they're getting exposed a little bit, Cowboys fans. I know Stephen A. was pretty happy today. Um, so let me ask you this on the Jets: Do you think Zach Wilson is ever going to start again, or do you think they're going to they're going to ride it with Mike White for as long as possible? And I don't even know what they're going to do with Zach Wilson. I don't know. I thought Zach didn't Zach Wilson play this game? Yeah, he or, did. He played. He played all right. wasn't his fault. More more Salah's fault this game. I I, I feel like you got it. You got to bring in Zach Wilson back. I mean, he's the yeah. he's the top draft pick. Yeah, he's the guy, the milf hunter. You got you got it. Ultimately, you gave him a little timeout, but he just had to learn a lesson. Yeah, battle of the mids here: Broncos, Cardinals, four and ten, four and ten. Um, the only game that I think really deserves any more talking about. It's the Raiders Patriots game. Dude. It's really unfortunate that Alejandro isn't here for not only the Lionel Messi part, but for the this. fact that this is without a doubt the worst play in NFL football history. And it happens to happen in New England under Coach Belichick's watch. I... Crazy. <laughs> what in the fuck Jacoby Myers is thinking? I don't know, but. Hey, he stood up and owned it. I love that he stood up and owned it. Complete opposite of Zach Wilson. So I love that about him. But holy cow, what are you thinking? I wished I was watching this live. I did. I wish I was watching it live. It would have been nuts. And yeah, I I don't even know what to say, man. This is this. You need an offensive coordinator, Patriots. Like, is it is it finally time? You know, I don't think uh, Patricia is really cut out for this off- offensive coordinator business. No, they got um, the videos of Jones, Mac Jones, basically telling him to fuck off. Like, he's not going to listen to his play calls because they're just so bad. I mean, how did Mac Jones go from last year? We were like talking about him like he was in the MVP race to now he's irrelevant. I mean, he's regressed. There's only one, not one, but. There is one answer, and it's Matt Patricia, dude. Fucking terrible job he's doing. I think also he wasn't what you thought you were. I know that's yeah, not the quote, that, that but could be, that could be true. I mean, he's mid. He's upper mid to me. I don't think he's young, like, young mid. He's young, yeah, young mid. mid, young mid. I mean, he he's got potential to grow, but I think he's he's pretty mid. I mean, he's not Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields is like. Pretty pretty solid quarterback. I think he's a pretty solid quarterback. Um, and I just, I mean, but again, Mac Jones, we were looking at last year like he was a god. He was just like, oh my god, is he the steal of the draft? He's the best quarterback in the draft. Yada yada. We were shitting on Trevor Lawrence because Urban Meyer, who was slap dicking around with girls and bars, not riding <laughs> home with the team. But now yeah, we're looking yeah. at it, and here's a year later, Trevor Lawrence is coming back and beating the Cowgirls. Who were expected to do something this year? I don't know. I don't know what we expect them to do this year. To be honest, like what what is what is the goal for the Cowboys? Is it really to win a Super Bowl? I mean, is there is it really to win a Super Bowl? I think they're just trying to win a playoff game for once, so people can stop making fun of them. I mean, they're not going to do that. We know that. Yeah. If they win a playoff game this year, that would be very impressive for them, I would say. Very, very high standard. There's a high bar right there of winning one playoff game. 
Well, yeah. And uh, Raiders, well, are ra- <laughs> Raiders are back. Uh, to wrap things up, uh, Chargers beat Titans 17-14. Chargers, you know, another team that if they can get healthy on the defensive side, they will probably be a little scary coming into playoffs. And then uh, we got the Bengals beating the Buccaneers 34-23. How about the Bengals, dude? Started off 2-3. and three. And since yeah. then, have went nine and one. Yeah, I remember sitting here with the confidence pool and started picking them. And I remember saying, like, you know, Joe Burrow, I don't trust his line, but this is a team that was in the Super Bowl last year. And here we are, ten and four. Like you said, nine and one in their last ten games. So, hey, I mean, I'm I I hate to say it, but I'm not surprised. Not surprised. Yeah. No. No. He's a he's a dog. He is what we thought he was. And Tom Brady continues his uh, tour of, God, how many mistakes can he make this year? I mean. Look, I I figured it out, all right? This is what's going to happen. They're going to continue to be super mid, mid AF. They're going to be super mid up until they make the playoffs because they're Division is weak right now, so they're going to do just enough to make the playoffs. Everybody's going to be down on them like, dude, they only made the playoffs because their division sucks. Blah, blah, blah. And then Tom Brady would turn on his ultra alpha omega super goat mode and just slice and dice his way to at least the conference championship. Okay. We'll pause you there. If they're in the playoffs, do you really believe that they're going to do anything? Like, truly? Because I, I, I'm sorry, but I'm done. Like, I can't. I, I can't anymore. This, is, this, this year, it's just, he's, he's not even really Tom Brady to me at this point. I mean, he's, the aura is so, like, hazy, foggy right now. I don't, I don't see what I saw two years ago. I don't see that anymore. So, if the playoffs were to start this upcoming week, the Buccaneers' first-round game would be against the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I, I, think I, I think I would take Brady in that one, in that instance. Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, see? No, yeah, I, but yeah. it's the Cowboys. I mean, come on. I know. Like any of the other division or any of the other clinch spots here, 49ers, you're not taking them. Vikings, you're not taking them. Eagles, you're not taking them. And if you take them against the Vikings, I'll refer to last week. Because if Look, anything, that was against the Colts, I understand that, but that was a huge confidence booster to them. They're going to remember that game in the playoffs. So, Buccaneers and Cowboys, if this were to... Just tell me how this is going to go. Okay. That... Brady wins that. Buccaneers win that. Who would they go against after that? If it's one, oh, they would go against the Eagles, right? How do they have it set up in football? Is it by seed or do they have bracket? Oh, it's seed, huh? The lowest seed. I think so. All right, all right. So this is how this is how it's really gonna go. Tampa Bay gets out of the first round. Hmm. 
either the Giants or Commanders upset somebody. Somebody gets upset in that top either two or three. Tampa Bay ends up facing not the Eagles. (laughs) Somehow beat them. Actually, you know what? Tampa Bay might go against the Eagles. That 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 puts together my theory of the Eagles getting the first round by and then losing their first game. With so, are they, are they, so at the end of this road, are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to win the Super Bowl? They're at least going to get to the conference championship. I think that then they will be overmatched by the San Francisco 49ers. So the Eagles are not in this. Nah, Cuzzo, I'm sorry. They they had a great run. But the 49ers but... with Brock Purdy is in this. Have you not seen that defense, <laughs> dude? Uh, I know defense wins championships, but you know also wins championships? Points. Sliced apples. That's <laughs> true. Uh, I mean, no. p- points. Uh, they have McCaffrey, no. Kittle. Debo should be coming back eventually. No, I think he's done for the season, isn't he? He tore his ACL. Uh, I think he's tore his MCL. No. Still. I mean, no way. Either way. You know, that's my, that's my, I'm telling you my theory. I'll just don't be surprised if somehow Bray unlocks the goat mode. Come playoff time. I never bet against him, but dude, you can't tell me he looks the same. Like he doesn't look. He doesn't. Anywhere near what he was last year. He doesn't, but. Personal life has taken a toll on him. Stored up. He's storing it up. So that way he could. Hame, hame, hame. I hope so. I just wish you retired last year. I was thinking about that earlier today. Like, if he had retired last year, what we would be looking at, like, playoff wise, wouldn't change very much. Yeah, no, no, no. It wouldn't. But here we are. I watched the, I uh, caught up on hard knocks. Yeah. Oh, I haven't even been watching the mid season one. Uh, I, I watched a little bit of it. I thought it was kind of cool. It's, I like Cliff Kingsbury. Mm. I'm 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 not like a big Cliff Kingsbury guy, but I do I do like him. Like I root for him. I hope he does well. I didn't know that he played for the Patriots. That was like his like thing. Like he he got drafted by the Patriots and he kept alluding to it and they never talked about it. And I haven't done the research, but he said he never played a snap. I imagine he had some form of an injury that prevented him. But he was a quarterback for Bill Belichick in the Patriots. And that's like Part of the part of the the deal. I thought it was cool. Uh, you know why he never DeAndre's wa- wife, his mom. Do you never? You don't know why he never he never played because of Tom Brady. Shut the- I, I mean, I'm dead as <laughs> he was the starter for 20 years. But like, what do you mean? That's why he didn't well, play. He got, well, he got no. He got drafted in 2003. So that was the year that. Uh, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. His, no, second Super Bowl, I believe. Wikipedia look through and see what's going on. Selected by the New England Patriots. He did not play his rookie 2003 season, spending the year on the Patriots injury reserve with an arm injury. He did get a Super Bowl ring. Waived by the Patriots. Signed with New Orleans. Practice squad. Practice squad. Practice squad. Yeah. He made his... NFL debut 
2005, two years after he was drafted, playing part of the fourth quarter for the Jets against the Broncos. He completed one of two passes for 17 yards. Good for him. Yeah. So, and then he went over and played in Europe. Oh my goodness. I didn't know this. Yeah. I wonder what his injury was. He must have had some sort of crazy something, but it's all right. I'd give it, I'd give it like a, I think they're only doing five episodes. I don't know if they're doing a six, but they just did the episode where Kyler tours ACL. Um, like the game because he's toward against the Patriots. Um, so I don't know if they're going to do a six episode, but I would hope they would. I like Cole McCoy, dude. Cole McCoy's a dog. Might have gone to UT, but I do like Cole McCoy. That man, that man shoots straight. Um, yeah, dude, that's everything I got. I mean, we're kind of we're in that lull period, uh, where we had Brett on last week. I mean, bowl games are going on. If you didn't listen to the Brett episode, please go back and listen to it. It's fantastic. Uh, David put in a lot of work on the editing. We had some technical difficulties, and David put in the work on getting that editing, so it sounds beautiful, and we appreciate that. Um, that's a great episode, though. I was really, really grateful to him, and he'll be on again, so I'm I'm excited. Uh, <clears throat> all of our other episodes you can find on Spotify, though, and Apple Podcasts, Slice Devils Podcast, uh, Slice Devils Pod on Twitter, or Slice Devils Podcast on Instagram if you need the links in order to get there. Uh, other than that, that's everything I got. So, is that everything you got? Yes. All right. We will see you next time.